Hey guys, welcome to Moms in the Middle, episode three. This is all about social media. Oh, it's a whole new world for today's parents that grandma and grandpa, they never had to go through. I'm Ivanka Osnack. And I'm Melanie Ng. We are two moms, work in television, and we rely on social media. It's for our jobs, but also it's part of our personal lives, about who we are. But should it be? Do you need to be posting all of those pictures, all that video when it comes to your kids? And should everyone have access to it? Yeah, we spend, you probably know this, like everyone's way too much time online. My screen time, you know that thing that tells you how much time you've been spending? I've disabled it, but let me hear. Good for you, because I totaled it up. I spend more time online than I do sleeping. How wrong? How wrong? (laughs) And that's just you. What about when it comes to Josh and how much you put online, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, all of the above? on Josh. Right? So that's the question that's a today. That's new topic we're going to be diving Josh, into. They're going to kill I us know, one day. They're social media stars. <laughs> they don't even know it or care. Okay, now it is time for our good and bad moments of the week. Okay, so I'm going to start with my my bad uh, with George. We've had our nanny for just over a year now, and the worry at the beginning when she first started is, is George going to like her? Is mm. she going to get along with George? Are they going to be okay together? Well, they get along so well that now when she leaves... She kind of jokes, oh, I should take you home with me. And he is right alongside with her. And it's like he wants to leave the house and go with her, even if my husband and I are home. And he cries and he says her name over and over again when she is leaving. Oh, This doesn't make me feel too good, I tell you. That's kind of good and bad, right? Good because you know he's well taken care of. He likes her. But definitely like a a dagger to the heart. Yes, exactly. Uh, The good moment, however, is we're walking along the main street in our neighborhood the other day, and I had a toonie. And I gave it, I gave it to him because mm-hmm. he, he says money. He's you know saying the word over and over. And so I gave it to him and I said, do you want to buy something with this, bud? And he said, yes, a pumpkin. So we went to the store and he picked up, obviously not like a five pound t- <laughs> pumpkin, but you know, just a little tiny pumpkin that, you know, fits in the hands of a one and a half year old. And so he purchased this little pumpkin with the toonie that I gave him. And I was like, oh. it's almost like his allowance. And so he was so proud of it. It was his first purchase. And so we walked all the way home with his pumpkin and he put it proudly on display on our front steps. Okay. He's a boy. Has he ruined it yet? Not yet. Good. It's been a day. It's been a day. One day. Tomorrow. Tomorrow could be a different one. Okay, let's start with bad for me. Um, Josh has become that kid. Do you know the kid I'm talking about? You know when you go to a grocery store or you go to any store, really, anywhere in public, and there's a kid that throws a tantrum and that lies flat as a board on the ground and flails their arms when they don't get their way? And then I would always say, where are the parents? Wow, they're a horrible disciplinary action. I am that person. And he lays and he he knows how to put his weight really... They're strong. He's so strong. Mm -hmm. He's so strong. So I'm the mom kind of tugging at his arms like get up get up you know did when anybody <laughs> recognize you i hope not and if they did i think they just left it alone like this lady's having a moment but fully i'm like you get you know when you've learned that voice yes. where you're yelling but you're not yelling that your parents would use on you and you thought you'd never use yourself i told you one last time <laughs> so anyway that is the bad but the good um i saw everywhere on social media everyone's going to farms. They're apple picking. They guilty. are pumpkin patch hunting. Guilty. They're going through the corn mazes, Not right? Guilty. So I thought, you know what? I've never done it before. I should be that parent. I should take my son. So my husband and I took Josh and he thought it was the best time ever. He got dirty. He ate some apples. Life was good. But here's the thing. It brought me to this point where I say, this is a really cool experience. 
do I want to post about it on social media because everyone else is doing it? And we got really great pictures out of it. So I thought, yeah, let's do it. So I posted a ton and it got a ton of likes. And you know what? I felt good about it. Did it for the gram? I did it for the... I don't know. I but, did it for the something. Okay. But that's interesting because perhaps you got the idea to even go because you were scrolling through other people's pictures. Probably. Maybe. Probably. I got I got trapped in the loop. Again, keeping up with what every other parent is doing or what I feel like they should be doing. So I don't know what you were like, Ivanka, but I remember uh, before I had Josh, I thought I will not be that parent. I'm not going to be that person that posts 12 million pictures a week But then you kind of get um, trapped in this whole situation where you think everything's cute and you think everyone else will think it's adorable too, right? Or that they can relate or they want to comment, they want to see it. Not everyone wants to. So I remember I I had this rule where I'm not going to post. So I I, kind of an unofficial like one week rule. So I remember I posted a, a video of Josh eating avocado for the first time. It's still one of my favorite videos of all time. And he was like, blah, 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 and spits out this avocado. And I thought it was so funny. Oh, but the caption I put no. on there is, feeding Josh avocado oh, is like okay, feeding a drunk not. person water. And everyone thought it was funny. And I'm like, here I am. I'm still I'm being... so crafty right? and witty. I'm, be, I'm still the old me, pre, pre-mom, right? But then I got trapped, right? Then I started really posting. And I got into what everyone else did and what I criticized other people for doing because I thought everyone wanted to hear about it. So how about with you and George? It's the oversharing. And I remember, again, pre-kid, that I would work with people. And it was like that old school wallet. No one carries a picture in their wallet anymore. But, you know, (laughs) hey, can I see a picture of your kid? Oh, and then they show you this, like, a long photo album that just drops out of their wallet. And, again, I thought, I will not become that person. But I catch myself showing videos and showing off what George is doing, even though people probably don't care and they're 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 appeasing me and saying, oh, wow, isn't that great? Oh, God, let's get away oh. from this person. It always reminds me of that Seinfeld episode. <laughs> you gotta see the baby. It's breathtaking. 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 <laughs> right? Breathtaking. I never heard that when George was a baby, however. <laughs> um, but what I did in the beginning was I set up, or I've always had, even this was even before my son, I had a public account and a private account. But when I was pregnant, you know, the viewers were sharing that with me. Um, and so they they saw me grow and everyone was so excited for me. And I have to say some of the sweetest, um, the loveliest comments I got on social media were when I was pregnant and people were so genuine, genuinely happy for me. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to share that when my son was born and let people know, like, this is what was happening. And now now this is a part of my life and he's an extension of me. And people were, again, so happy. Um, So now it's kind of hard to stop because I feel like I've got a connection with viewers. Now we're in a we have a different relationship. I'm not just a sportscaster, but now I'm a mom. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. That's kind of like that's kind of where I am right now. It is. When do you stop? Uh, what's too much? When's he going to say, Mom, why would you post that? So that's what this episode is all about, posting your kids on social media, cool or not. So our guest today says it's a personal choice, but... It's one that you should make early in a child's life. Really interesting. Okay, so joining us now is Elamine Abdel Mahmoud, a new dad to an adorable one-and-a-half-year-old daughter and also social media editor at BuzzFeed Canada. Thanks for joining us. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Okay, here's what's interesting. Um, it's, the, it's the big question, to share or not to share. 
and you've got a complicated answer. So your, your overall comes with a number, though, an age, and that is the age of two. Explain. Total arbitrary. I just thought that at a certain point I'm going to cut it off because I understand that wanting to share a new baby is exciting. Um, and when she was born, I have so much family. They're in Sudan. They're in Britain. They're all over the place. And I want them to share in this joy. But at the same time, to me, it kind of felt like it's something that I should limit and I should put some kind of stop to. Now, that could be at three. That could be at four. Um, my thought was two seems like a good time to stop before she starts becoming aware that I'm sharing her picture without her permission. And I and I want to make sure that I respect her ability to say, no, that's not something I'm cool with, even if she doesn't mm. understand the consequences of it just yet. So we're in the six-month countdown because your daughter is a year and a half, so we're getting closer. So are you, like, just snapping away? Because, because <laughs> two years old is I coming. Am. I am, totally. And for me, like, this is the last sort of opportunity to share, you know, pictures of her this often. Um, but you know what? I also kind of overdid it in the first year. Uh, she's really cute. I'm not going to lie to What's you. What's overdid it? Uh, I feel like I've posted maybe like 50 pictures of her in the first year. That is nothing. Oh, I thought you were going to say 50 a day. Yeah, and yeah, I was yeah, like, no, yes, that's, like, that's oversharing. That's, that's like once a week-ish. You For know you, what that's I mean? enough. Like, yeah. yeah. So we took to social media, of all places, <laughs> to uh, get your opinion <laughs> on you know, what you do with your kids, right? So uh, this one coming from Mark on Facebook saying, I do it regularly as it allows me to share my family life with close friends and family that I would not otherwise see or not see often. I am very picky with who I am friends with on social media and my oh. posts are private for only friends. And that's a big trend, I think, Ivanka and Elamine, that that people are saying is, okay, so maybe I'm not doing it on Twitter where it's a, a public profile, but if it's Facebook, it's a curated friendship. Right. Um, then I have it controlled? What do you think? I mean, it sounds nice. Most people don't have their Facebook that curated. Most people have, you know, friends on Facebook uh, who you met a couple of times at a weird party and then you're like, oh, we should become friends on Facebook and you never talk to her again. Um, I don't know. I want. I don't know if I want those people as close to my family as, you know, like my actual dear friends. Those people are still going to get lots of pictures of my daughter, right? But it'll be through email. It'll be through, you know, uh, a group text message. But the idea that it should be in a public forum as form, uh, you know, as public as like, uh, as Facebook is, at least for me personally. See, like, I worry about what happens in a few years for my daughter. So, like, I really want to, I want to, I love sharing her pictures because I love getting the commentary from people. But then I don't know what happens in a few years when there's already enough of a digital footprint of her life without her ever having participated in that universe. Um, and, like, Facebook is a little too good at this, right? So, like, one of the things that we know because the New York Times reported it was that um, it creates... Um, shadow profiles of people in your pictures. So, you know, if you post a picture and there's a bunch of faces in it that it doesn't recognize, it'll, like, gather enough information to be like, this person has a child, this, child, this child's name is this. Um, I don't know. Is that unsettling to you? It's it a, is. feels a little bit weird to me. It like, is a little weird. Know. But here's the thing that actually uh, brings us to another topic is how much or what type of content do you share of your child? Is it um, maybe just certain photos, certain video? Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this out there, but my biggest pet peeve, what people share on, on social media, is when they're potty training. Like, don't don't put that on there. People because, share that? Yes, and people share updates oh, on really? what their kids are doing and if they're doing it I just see the back-to-school pictures, and I'm like, yeah. oh, God, here we go again. And that's I guess it's like, what is Facebook for? Right? What, or what is what is the sharing about? Because mm. if, you're, if you're trying to share an experience, trying to say, hey, Hey, I'm going through this. Maybe you're going through this too. That's great. You should talk about that. But there's there's no need for a 
picture of your child on the potty, potty training. You just, I don't see that being necessary. Some people think so. Uh, this is from Charity on Twitter, and she wrote, when asked about yay or nay for sharing, she wrote nay. I think we are inundated with people's posts on social media, and children are a sensitive subject. And, you know, just you, you talked about this earlier, Ivanka, of, you know, first day of school, you look through your feed, and if you are friends with parents, it's all, here I am, off to JK, here Holding I am, that sign. one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like, they all have Martha Stewart-like signs that I'm Where like, you did, did not those? make that. You bought that. No way. <laughs> anyway. But it, I'll get to that later. Right? Yeah. But, like, then, do you, does it just become a blur? Then it, are you forced to say like, like, dislike, oh, common, ah, adorable, and just copy and paste adorable on every single person's page? It's gotten right. so big. I mean, but, like, what's the value of that? Because if it's such, like, a rote sort of communication... Um, then it's, first of all, if it's not sincere, then, like, why do we keep doing this? Like, why can we all just get off the hamster wheel? Um, so hard. But they are <laughs> proud, right? Oh, like, no, I'm, I'm trying proud. to see, I'm, you know, talking that, from... You don't care that much. <laughs> and, like, I don't either. And I and I wish I could, je- I find a gentle way to be like, your baby pictures are fine. You know what I mean? Like, But I but I don't care that much. Which is the how most people feel about your baby pictures. Like, they'll post cute. I love this so much. But I think unless you have some sort of proximity to that baby, you don't have an investment in being like, oh my God, the child is the cutest child ever. So that sentiment can feel a little too automatic for it to be sincere. Not to be rude about it. Your baby pictures are fine, people. I'm sorry. Just fine. Yeah, they're <laughs> According fine. According to Elamine, just fine. Yeah. So this doesn't mean that you're going to stop taking videos or stop taking pictures. Oh my God, have of you your... my phone? Yeah, okay. totally. <laughs> or yeah. anything like that. It's just that you won't post online and you still will let, because you do have family all over the world, so you'll just send it in a different way. Like, a why wouldn't you set up a private, a private um Instagram account for them, though. I mean, even that feels like I'm still acknowledging that the only the best way to do this is on this medium. I mean, some some people have have done like a private Facebook group. That kind of feels like an all right way to approach it. So, you know, it's like an opt in Facebook group for just family members um, to share. I I just want to take it entirely off the platform. Just 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 for comfort. Hmm. What about your wife? Well, she posts all the time. Uh, we oh, have, so we wait, have very she, different she's not sticking to a two-year-old? I don't think so. I don't think she plans on, on sticking to it. But wait, is she tagging you in these photos then? No, she's not. Okay. No, is she's she not. tagging? Does your, she's not tagging your daughter because no, your daughter doesn't, doesn't have, have an account or anything. Account. No. So, like, I'm sure that the platform at a certain point is going to be like, yeah, this couple, they have a child. <laughs> <laughs> um, no hiding. But it, but it is an ongoing conversation. And even she has been kind of dialing down the amount that she's been sharing. But I don't think she plans on stopping completely. I think, like, as with all new parents, and this, this is something that I experienced and now can look back and be like, oh, wow, I really went through this. Um, when you when you're first, when you're new to parenthood, you're so excited. You want to share so many pictures. And then you're like, oh, my baby pictures look like everybody else's baby pictures. <laughs> and so gradually you s- kind of, you know, start to dial back a little bit and dial back. And then, and then you look for more worthwhile, you know, sharing moments. That's what's so interesting um, is... What is what do you deem shareable and how, right. where do you draw the line, right? Like, is the first tooth a good picture? They lost their first tooth or is it that they got their, you know, first award or the first medal or something, right? And, and for every parent, it's so different on, like, where is the line for posting? Do you have a line, Ivanka? No. Yeah, what makes a thing I, shareable? That's the thing. It's been blurred so much since he's been around. Um, as I used to only post on private, and then it's gotten more because I just thought, oh, that's a really funny picture. Like, he fell the other day, and he was wearing my boots. So I was like, ah, got to put so funny. <laughs> yeah, and then I put the caption, falling into Monday or whatever oh, okay. it was. That's cute. But 
good content. It's cute, but that's that. You know, I should have just sent it to my mom, who would have laughed just as hard, and, and that would have been. She would have made that her screensaver. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so what you're saying does make me think. Oh, do I need to be posting as much as I am about? about him it's it's a tough call um like is it about him or is it about you you know what i mean and, and i have oh, no for idea sure about I'm, me okay. for sure because he doesn't <laughs> yeah. know although i will say he is and this is social media or not he has now become obsessed with videos and he knows the word videos and so videos videos and he's not the type of kid he's very active and busy to um to sit on my lap or my husband's except when he wants wants to watch a video and he'll come okay. over he'll bring my phone pick it up and say videos videos uh-huh. and he just wants to watch not of anyone else yeah. of <laughs> himself so that's the thing is like so a friend of mine was a little bit further down the parenthood road i think she has like a 6 year old now uh she keeps telling me about all these stories about how all her daughter wants to do is ask her how many views the videos of her got on Instagram. Oh, wow. And it's like, yes. I want to know if that six-year-old is doing it because it's funny or it's interesting or it's because it's how they're evaluating themselves. Because, you know, if a certain video gets like a lot of views, say hundreds of views, then all of a sudden that child is like, people like it when I do this. And what kind of a way is that for a child to grow up at all? Validation right? through right. likes. Right. That, that's, yeah. that is not good. Josh knows how, to, like, he goes selfie. Like, he knows what a selfie is, guys. I'm not a bad mom, I promise. But but he knows when the cameras, he won't take a, if you put a camera at him, yeah. he won't smile. But if you turn it into selfie mode and you reverse the camera and he sees himself, he's like, I'm the king of everything. I'm That's amazing. amazing. But right? also, oh but my dang- God. But dangerous. Yes. Because totally. he's just going to want this phone all the time. Yeah. Okay, so I want to bring up this topic of the whole fake book, Instagram, perfect thing, because this is something that I know a lot of parents struggle with because it's keeping up with the Joneses, right? I see Ivanka post this amazing video of George with boots and he fell into Monday. Man, I should have posted something cool about Josh being a joker or something, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And maybe Elamine's daughter did something really cool. Yeah. Have you All been, the time. Totally, because she's perfect, right? Yes. Perfect. <laughs> but have you been ever caught um, in that trap, which is so easy for all of us to do to go, oh, I better put a filter on this. I'm going to pick the best picture of this. How do you weave through all of that? I mean, like, honestly, when those moments happen, it feels like they're almost happening on instinct, um, which is saying something about how ingrained we are into this digital age. That, like, you know, the, I think a few few months ago, she started dancing to the Queer Eye theme song um, <laughs> after, like, the show came on. Um, and I just, like, instinctively took out my phone and then, like, loved it and I shared it uh, and people loved it, et cetera. Um, but then after that, I was like, I don't know if I decided at any point whether I want to share this. I just kind of did it because it's just so natural to me. And so all of these processes seem like they're so sort of like ingrained and natural to us to share that I, that's what I'm worried about. Like I'm, I'm sorry about not being able to stop sharing because I don't know when I got this way. Like Facebook just got here five minutes ago in the span, you know, in the span of human history. And I'm just so used to, you know, the reflex to share something. Because what else am I using Instagram for? Right. If not comparing myself to others or just showing what I'm up to. You know, I went apple picking. I'm not going apple picking for me. I'm going because it's a family activity and it's for my son. And Do he it really for the gram. It. Do it. Yes. Yes. So, a so literal because, expression for this. Right? Yeah. And so he's he's enjoying it. And so why wouldn't I show my followers who are following me to see what my life is like? you know, away from the Sportsnet desk, right? what we're doing. But it begins to be a problem when you start to do things for the gram as only. opposed to, for right, sure. for right? Sure. because like the idea was share your life as opposed to do things only so that you can share them. Um, that's, that would be, that's a problematic reversal of just what we're doing here on the planet, right? right? Um, we're, we're, 
We're not just here, to, you know, to advertise our own selves as products. Or maybe are we, we <laughs> are. Maybe that's where maybe that's where we got to, and it's already too late. I had the best moment the other day. I went to. I was telling someone about what I did on the weekend, and I whipped out the phone naturally because you snap a gajillion pictures. And I went, "Oh, I got to show you this cool thing." I went through my photo album, and I went, "Oh wait, I didn't take a picture of it." And that was mind blowing. It didn't happen because for some people, it's like if it wasn't posted on social media, it didn't happen. Yeah. But in my mind, I went. Oh my gosh, I was in the moment that I didn't even think about taking out my phone in that moment. It just kind of lived in my brain, which shall live on forever, hopefully. Yeah. But it was such a cool, um, it was a cool moment of realization for me. Right. Like you, I'm beginning now to sort of begin to like actively curate things that I can keep away from social media. Things that are like not for people's commentary, not for people's reflections and thoughts, and not for me to share at all. It's kind of like, this seems like a fun thing to do just because it's interesting to do, um, and I can get kind of lost in it, and I would tell you what it is, but I'm going to keep it to myself. Post when it. You would, nah. <laughs> like we do in television and in media, I don't. I I think it's very hard to separate the two of sometimes, and, and you want brand, to blend, right? Because yeah, you're the brand, exactly. and so whatever you do is, you know, by extension, the brand. But then the problem becomes like when everything that you're doing is a part of your brand, um, which is a case for so many people on social media, then you begin to like experience burnout so quickly because you're never not working because you're always sort of thinking in brand mode. Mm -hmm. It's like, go enjoy apple picking because it's fun. You know, Mm -hmm. just, it seems like a fun thing to do. I've never done it. It's It's so fun. It's actually really great. Yeah, your daughter will love it. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so Elamine, right around the corner, your daughter turning to, what's life going to look like in a few months for you? You know what? I've already started dialing down in terms of uh, the sharing of pictures. The only struggle I can see is that she's now beginning to like formulate like a lot of words and sentences, and like she sounds so cute and it's ridiculous. Um, and so I've no no idea what's gonna happen when she says something that makes me laugh so hard, um, and I want to share it. But we'll cross that bridge when we get Must to it. Must resist. I know. I'm gonna try. You'll have to. it on tape, just not share. Yes, exactly. That's the hope. Thanks, Elamine. Thank you. It's time for the part of the episode where we talk about moms kicking ass. And this could be a mom who's in the public eye, but also we have to highlight the moms and dads that are in our very own backyard Mm -hmm. because they deserve attention and definite round of applause or maybe just some me time. Before you question our choice... We'll we'll tell you it's because she's she's been really honest and vulnerable in her latest discovery. We're we're nominating Giselle Bunchen. You know her as a supermodel. Why are we picking a supermodel? You ask. Well, she's out with a new memoir called Lessons, where she really does open up about everything in her career and everything in her life, including mommyhood. So when she started dating Tom Brady, who everyone knows who Tom Brady is, right? Football. He's not bad looking. Either. And he's also kind of cute. Okay, let's be honest. But everyone thinks she has it all, right? The perfect family, the perfect hubby. But it wasn't that way. When she started dating him, she has said that two months into dating him, Tom comes to her and says, my ex-girlfriend is pregnant. So now... The uh, the young boy named Jack, who is now her stepson, she said it was a big thing for her because it made her and Tom realize, you know what? We want to create this family around Jack as well. We want to have kids. Let's bump this up our family planning because we want to have kids Jack's age and create this family around him. But here's the thing. She self-admitted it wasn't always easy. Yeah, she said, I mean, she has two kids 
of her own, Ben, who's eight, and Vivian, who's five. But she said in this book, when I became a mom, I kind of lost myself. It was like part of me died. I'd been this very independent person. It was all about me. But now I had this little bean, and I suddenly felt I couldn't do other things, and that was very hard for me. All I ever wanted was to be a mom, but when you're actually experiencing that, it's a shock. So I think even though she's got her Super Bowl winning husband and she's a supermodel and it seems like you said they've got it all and got everything figured out, um, everyone is going through their own thing. And even she struggled with with just adapting to motherhood. Yeah, you know what? That's a big thing, too, because, you know, you look to social media, you look to these worlds where you feel like everything's perfect. No one has it all together. And that's something that I've learned, too. No one has it all figured out. And if they seem like they do, they are lying. They're lying. <laughs> We're calling those people out. Now to talk about a mom in our community who is part of a massive viral campaign. She is uh, doing something for breast cancer awareness and is on billboards, she's on streetcars, all over transportation in big cities for an intimates company. She is topless. She had a double mastectomy and decided, I'm not going to do reconstruction. So let me give you a little bit of background about her. Her name is Nikki McKean, mom of two young girls with her husband, owns two very popular restaurants. She also happens to be a photographer. Three years ago, diagnosed with cervical cancer, aggressive radiation. She beats it. Amazing, right? Wow. Two years later, diagnosed with breast cancer, has this double mastectomy, and the doctors all assume she's going to have reconstructive surgery. Mm -hmm. And she says no. And I actually asked her, why was it so important for you through all of this to be such a role model for your two young daughters? Imagine she's raising these two young girls mm. at the same time. She said this, for as long as I can remember, my mother always said, you can be anything you want to be, but the most important is to be yourself. How incredible. Mm -hmm. And I like how she also says that she uses her own girls as a tool to teach her instead of the parent teaching the children. So she's, she's learning a lot from her kids as she goes through this process, which cannot be easy. Uh, rest is also something that she, she lives by. Yeah. A lot of rest. Listen to her body. So much rest. And if you want to check her out too, she's created this whole new campaign about the positive nature uh, behind life. She's always looking for the positive. She's on feelthat.ca. If you ever want to just be uplifted, go check out that website. Nikki, thanks for being our mom who kicks ass. That does it for this episode of Moms in the Middle. Of course, a huge thank you to Stephanie Phillips, our producer, our editor, Megan Coley, and the Frequency Podcast Network. And do not forget, subscribe wherever you get your pods. We are everywhere. And it's all about the interaction, right, Ivanka? So oh, totally. follow us on Twitter, uh, at Ivanka Osmak with an E, at City Melanie. And when you talk to us on Twitter, or you don't actually talk to us, but when you type to us on Twitter, it feels like we're talking to It feels to like other. we're together. But definitely nominate those moms who kick ass as well because we want to highlight those stories. And if you have any ideas for future episodes, send them along as well because we're probably going through or thinking the exact same thing as you. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Moms in the Middle. <laughs>